Hello and welcome to Who Wins Podcast, where each episode we pit pop culture icons against each other in a brutal fight to the death. I'm Chris Bolton. With me, as always, my partner in pugilism, Mr. Mark Williams. Hello. And this episode, we are pitting Popeye the Sailor Man against Desperate Dan. Another listener suggestion, this one from Hot Amphibian 6090. So two for two for Hot Amphibian. Like, fair play to you. Like, yeah, you're suggesting kind of the show at this point. Yeah, you kind of are. Um, also, just putting it out there now, um, I'm totally stealing your title for this match as well, because that's 30 seconds of thought I don't have to put into this. So <laughs> thank you very much for the Strongman Showdown tag. I'll be putting that on the artwork. Um, yeah, smashing I mean, it out to, of the park, hot amphibian. Fair play. To, to be fair, when in, on the rare occasions I have to do the artwork, it takes fucking ages to come up with those strap lines. So um, it yeah, really does. That. It's the fucking worst bit of the artwork: the strap yeah. lines and then the contender names. Honestly, listeners, it may not seem like it, but you do not. <laughs> honestly, you can't even comprehend comprehend how long it takes me to come up with some of those fucking things. I made a rod for my own back all the way back in episode one with those, but we've yeah. come this and far to, now. So, to be fair, just to make it, just to rub salt in the wounds as well. If people are getting them through iTunes or Spotify or Google, they don't even get the individual artwork for the episodes. Motherfuck! <laughs> <laughs> so you only get that if you get it from the website. In that case, look, if you're listening to this on iTunes or Spotify or anything else, like, look, carry on listening on that platform. That's absolutely fine. But at least go and have a look at our website and have a look at my amazing artwork. Because <laughs> this show, especially, like, the artwork for this show is a cunt. Oh, it takes fucking ages. Let me tell you. Like, the other shows are easy. SMPD, easy. Better than Mario, easy. This show, total cunt to do the artwork for. So, well, it's because they're drastically different every time, depending on who's involved and how many how many characters there are, and so on. Whereas and the, the other, yeah, when we do a battle royale, I'm in tears. <laughs> but yeah, they, they're drastically different. The other shows, yeah, you just cut out the poster or cut out whatever. With this, yeah. like, it's a whole lot of masking, a whole lot of lassoing. Like, it takes me longer to do the artwork than edit the show. Anyway, that's not what we're here to talk about. <laughs> we're here to talk about Popeye versus Desperate Dan. Um, I was really excited when I saw this one on the list. Like this was a yeah, real good too. show, Hot Amphibian. Like um, you know, I'm I'm gonna wear my heart proudly on my sleeve here. I am a badge carrying member of the Desperate Dan Paitas fan club. So yep, same. you know, I <laughs> still got my little plastic badge somewhere. Um, so you know, my, my heart's proudly on my sleeve. Um, I know a lot about Popeye because. Popeye was something that was around quite like there was a bit of a Popeye revival when we were kids, right? There was a show yeah, in the was, 80s yeah. that I remember, and then like the, there was the uh, there was the movie as well, you know, which was kind of doing the rounds on TV when we were growing up. Like we were both too young to have seen it in the cinema, but it was doing the yeah. rounds on TV. So, you know, I I'm I'm very aware of Popeye, so I can't say I've ever been a Popeye fan. If I'm honest, um, I don't dislike Popeye, but I can't say I've ever felt any. I, I always quite liked Popeye. I got to be honest. Um, like I said it was always around when we were kids. Um, and I was the same as you. Um, used to get the Beano, the Dandy, the Topper, the other one, the Topper, Topper Beezer as well. Beezer, Wizard and Chips. Yeah. Um, then so, as you get yeah, older, you get all of Biz and all of that. Yeah, <laughs> so. I mean, I didn't have any friends, so it kind of you know, stood to reason that I didn't need comic books. Um, mm. But yeah, so I, mean, I used to get all of those. I used to fucking love them. Um, and so that, I was reading my parents' attic. And I, I've literally just um, got number two into reading the Beano. Because the only one you see now, obviously, Dandy's gone. Dandy's the gone. Well, kind of gone yeah. as well. I think they, I think they bought some of the characters actually. Because I'm sure there's a couple of popped up um, over in the Bean and now who used to be in the Dandy. They, they've been the same company for years, haven't they? Because um, yeah. I remember even when, even like when we were kids, like there was there was lots of crossover, and it, like the Bean and Dandy are just like different sides of a coin. I know the yeah. Dandy was definitely DC Thompson. 
Yeah. Um, and I'm pretty sure the Beano kind of they got snowballed in the Beano or whatever, but it, they were under the same stable for yeah. a very long time, as was yeah, like so 2000 it's still AD. Now. Yeah, so was 2000 AD uh, and all of that as well. And we get a lot of like collected American superhero comics coming over here as well. And I don't mean yeah. trade paperbacks; I mean in monthly issue format. But then DC picks those up as well. So they're actually quite a large company. But I guess the dandy just wasn't doing the numbers. I don't Probably. know. Um, I mean, it's bizarre because and obviously this isn't a dandy podcast, and maybe that's something we can look at in the future. Um, I'd be up for that. Dandy, you know, I reckon I could. I reckon I, I would I could love to do that. Do Beano and Dandy? I mean, I've got boxes and boxes of old Beanos and Dandies. Yeah, um, I mean, um, I'll, I'll come back to that in a second because that's where I kind of started this from. But I mean, I think even though they're both. They were both set in, you know, like you know, small small towns where all the characters lived and everything was kind of contained. I think Beano Town seems a bit more anywhere, whereas yeah. the Dandy felt very, very specifically Scottish. There was a very definite Scottish air to it. Um, I was always a Beano f- person. I had them both, Me too. but I was always more, I was same. more for the Beano personally. Yeah, same. Um, um, but yeah, so I mean, the reason I comment as I've, as I've just got them too into reading the Beano. Um, he's always whenever we used to go to supermarkets or New Zealand, can I have a comic? Can I have a comic? So and he, he used to buy these fucking five, six quid tie-ins of like you know, shows and stuff. Let's get, I'll give a fucking proper comic. Yeah. Um, and so I picked up the Beano for him, and he just fucking went nuts over it. So. Um, haven't subscribed for a magazine for years. They used Beano used to be about twenty five, thirty p. Yeah, not anymore. Go on, um, go on. Oh, I, 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 I don't fucking know. Um, I, th- I think we pay thirty quid a quarter. Oh, that's not bad. Oh, that's not bad. Want to pay it up. Yeah, <laughs> it's I mean, not bad. I, let's be, let's be fair. If, you know, if, I, if I buy one less cup of coffee a day, I'm yeah. saving that anyway. Plus, you get to um, read it when he's done with it as well. So it's not like it's a waste of money, is it? Let's be exactly. Honest. Um, but yeah, so I was down at my parents' house um, fairly recently, and I knew there was a few, there was we saw a few bits in the attic. Um, I say a few bits, we got fuckloads up there. But for the sake of my parents, who on the off chance they might listen, we got a few things up there. Um, and I saw these old animals. I think they're from like ninety two, ninety three, ninety four. And so I, I I dug those out for him, and he um, he wasn't he didn't know the dandy was a, no was a thing on itself. The, the, the people he recognised, oh, they're in a beano. And obviously there was a there was a beano one, there was a couple of beano ones as well. So. Yeah, so he's picked those up and he's got massively into those and into the comic strips and stuff like that. So that's that's really good. So it's it's kind of giving it a whole new lease of life for you. And it's something that I'm I'm really pleased with, as you said, I can read those as well. Yeah. Um which I probably shouldn't because now I'm of an age where I shouldn't and I probably should probably know oh, better. I don't no. have a lot of time. Fuck but that. That's fuck a it. massive parenting win. I mean, hell, I, I know for a fact the only reason I had so much Beano and Dandy as a kid was because my dad wanted to read them. I know that for a fact because every boxing day he'd steal the fucking annuals. Yeah, and that'd be it. Like some of them, you read before I did, you know. Like, this is... <laughs> like yeah, you're fine. It's allowed. Yeah, like it's totally. Uh, look, I would yeah, no, fully absolutely. be doing the same. Um, but it's, I'm glad the Beano's still going. I didn't realize it was. I know there is another yeah. one now that's that you can exclusively get through subscription. I forget what it's called, but Facebook oh, okay. spams me with ads for it all. Oh the time. yes, yeah, there is. I I looked at that um, probably a year or so ago because number one was interested in she wanted some form of magazine or some sort of comic and she wanted like and that kept coming up i can't remember what it's called now but i, I did bookmark it yeah um and yeah that's um that's apparently not bad as well um it's, it's i think it's it's got a particular age range i think they so they they, they target it sort of you know, eight to twelve so that's oh, okay. the, where they're co- where they're confident readers and they can and they're able to process themes to a point Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so yeah. I've heard it's quite good. I don't. I, I can't for the life of me remember what it's called. Um, again, if I remember, I'll put it in the show notes. Yeah. Uh, 
people might want to know. Yeah, um, but but we're not doing a comic book podcast. I mean, it yet. was it was inevitable we were going to get oh, yeah. to to the actual because you know for for all we can talk for two hours and change on SMPD about old cartoons. You want to get me on the Bash Street Kids or Dennis or Minnie the Mix? Yeah. You want to get me on any of those? Like I can go for hours. We'll go for days. I'm sure. So yeah. yeah, maybe maybe we should look into that. Um, yeah, maybe maybe we should. And, and I, you know, you might not think it from what we've just kind of thrown out here, but I do know a little bit of history with Beano and Dandy as well. I've I've dropped off it certainly. Like yeah. once the Dandy became, did it, was it, it Dandy Extreme or Dandy X? They were towards the end. I, I was like, don't Fuck know. I think this. that was after my time. To be honest, I think by by then I kind of moved on to uh, slightly more age appropriate titles. Yeah, it became like the Dandy Extreme or something like that. And I was like, no fuck this nonsense got no time for it um so yeah but i've got a i've got a reasonable amount of knowledge i think yeah well we'll give that a go we'll see yeah we'll see what happens to that in uh in the not too distant future i'm sure anyway right we're not doing that now let's let's get back on topic here so we've got (laughs) desperate dan against popeye so we talk about this all the time but i think it's gonna be really key here on this pod because like this, this is going to be a slugfest, right? These two, oh, are going to, these two are going to go for each other. I don't think either of them are going to be shy about a fight either. Like neither yeah. of them are bad guys, but I don't think they're going to be shy about throwing down. But I think we always talk about this when we go in hand to hand, and I think the size advantage more than ever is a pretty huge thing here because Popeye is not a big guy, is he? No, and I think that like normally when we've got this, you've normally got somebody who's big and strong, and somebody who's small and fast. Yeah. Here we've got somebody who's big and strong, and somebody who's slightly smaller and strong. Yeah. And I think that that's going to be kind of pivotal because you've got that reach factor. Definitely. You've not got Pop, Popeye's not going to be fucking floating around like Ali and, 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 and jabbing and, and, and ducking and weaving. He's going to be, they're, they're just going to be pounding each other. Yeah, it's just going to be, going to be, going to be rough. You know, throwing fists. And so, yeah, this is going to be, a, this is going to be an absolute slobber knocker. Definitely. Uh, but so, so there's the size to come into it straight away. But then, you know, that can be an advantage. I guess Dan's going to be like swinging over Popeye's head because, like, Dan's a good, well, yeah, like he's a good six foot and change, right? He's a fucking, he's massive. Well, so, this is the thing. I mean, it's the the problem with Popeye. You, you you never you get the sense he's small because of whenever he's challenged, whenever he's up against anybody, they're always about Dan's dap. Yeah, because like, it makes him that much of an underdog. Like Pluto, that's kind, I would that's say, is a very similar kind of dap to Desperate Dan, isn't he? Yeah, I was going to say so that kind of that kind of sets you up for where you are, but I think the difference being that obviously when they get into anything, it's set up for Popeye to win. It's set up for Popeye to you know, to basically prove him, you know, to prove himself, to prove the sizes and everything. And you know, he's he's no he's 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 an underdog, but he's he's charismatic and he's the good guy and he wins. With Dan, Dan is also the good guy. He just happens to be a fucking giant, um, which hi, not always helpful. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so it's going to be a tough one because if Dan, if Dan starts swinging for the fences, he's going to go over over Popeye's head, um, and if Popeye starts swinging for the fences, he's going to take Dan out of the knees. Yeah, and I, I think temperament-wise as well, like to start with, like yes, I agree. Like Dan's going to go over his head, and and if Popeye goes for the knees, like that's actually quite crippling. Like especially with Popeye yeah. with his fucking mutant forearms, which believe me, we're going to talk about that. Um, yeah. Right, that, po- that's some proper massive true side effects. I, I mean, it absolutely is, right? Because like those arms don't grow when he eats spinach. Like, the, yeah, they they yeah. bulge out and go back in, but the arms are always like the arms. Yeah. He doesn't have like a noodle arm if he doesn't eat spinach. Yeah. So, like, I mean, I know he's a sailor and stuff. So, I guess the implication is that it's from the ropes. But no, that's from too much time alone at sea. That's what those absolutely. arms are like that for. I mean, 
we don't ever really know where the squint came from, do we? Either maybe he took one in the eye at one point. Like you never know. Well, maybe it's just that much that he kind of made himself half blind. Yeah, could be. Well, yeah. I mean, we were warned as kids, right? We, yeah. You know, absolutely. Maybe there's a cautionary tale in Popeye somewhere. So <laughs> maybe, <laughs> maybe. Um, I mean, the difficulty is, though, I mean, and you touched on it there, is that obviously Popeye strength strength comes from a, sti- a stimulus. So it, originally, mm-hmm. it wasn't from um, spinach. It was from he used to rub three feathers together from uh, fuck. What was the name? He used to pluck three feathers. I out have of her no hair. idea. I didn't know this. What from Olive? No, way back when I can't remember the name. That was um, it was a, it was a character in the original comic, in the original um, comic strip, and he used to pluck three feathers out of this chicken. That is news to and, me. And rub them together. I'm gonna have to fucking Google this. I'll put it in the show notes because yeah, I, it blew my mind as well. Um, so yeah, so you so he but he needs that stimulus. So if that that was when it first came out in like 1927 something like that. By the time you got to um, animation in 1932, um, they changed it to the spinach. Um, I mean, just as well, because otherwise you won't get the song either, because Strong to the Finish, because yeah. I plucked three feathers out of a chicken, hasn't got anywhere the same kind of ring to and it. And also, it? I don't know whether it had to be specifically that chicken, because if it did, that chicken would be fucking bald, man. Yeah, well, yeah. Well, ready the, to chicken, the chicken regrow feathers. Chicks. I don't know. Chickens. Chick eye. Chickens, right? Chickens. 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 Um, I don't know. Look at all those chickens. Of course it's chickens. Um, right. <laughs> Sorry, my thought process laid bare, listeners. Um, yeah, surely yeah. surely they regrow feathers. I have no idea. Um, I don't think it's ever come up because no. I've never plucked a chicken. I know a chicken pigeon. No, no, I'm not. <laughs> we won't go down that route. <laughs> no, I mean, to be fair, I just go to, I just go to the supermarket and no, my chickens are already plucked. Um, so yes, but I, I don't know, but yeah, if, if that if it was that specific chicken, then even if they do grow back, that's going to take time. If you, if he's having a particularly you know, stressful week, I know particularly in, you're talking from the uh, twenty the twenties into the thirties into the forties, he's going to be going to war, you know, yeah. being a sailor and all. If he's got to pluck a chicken every time and rub the feathers together to get his strength up, that boat's going to be full of fucking chickens. Yeah, I mean that's really fucking shit. Um, I think I yeah. think we can discount the chicken theory because like yeah, who but the I mean, fuck regard- knows that- Popeye eats spinach, right? Yeah, but so regardless of what it is, whether it's plucking the chicken, it's rubbing the chicken feathers together, or whether it's the spinach, he needs something to make him strong. Yeah, he's a drug, and that has a finite effect that wears off, and then he goes back to being regular, no, ham-wristed sailor. Um, Whereas Dan is just preternaturally strong. Dan is just strong. Yeah, Yeah. no, Dan is just the strongest man in the world, and shaves with a blowtorch, which, by the way, fucking hurts. Just FYI. I mean, there's. There's like an implication that the cow pies have something to do with it, isn't it? But it's more that like in the same way that, you know, if you eat three square meals a day and you say your prayers and you take your vitamins, like you yeah, can grow big and, and strong all the too. Vince gives you. Yeah, exactly. So it, so it's not that the cow pie has magic properties. It's just that he's eating these big square meals and it's made him this big barrel chested, rounded yeah. kind of cowboy. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's just it's just the calories he needs to you know, to to keep him going. Yeah. Whereas, whereas Popeye, you're quite right. There is a stimulus effect. He's essentially spinach is essentially his crack. Um, yeah. but he, but he does have like it's never really shown I don't think but he, he does have some sort of above average strength I think because when you think about it whenever you see him eat the spinach he doesn't like open a can in traditional way he squeezes, no, he squeezes a can in the middle and it all so like you've got to have a fair amount of strength to you do and realistically as I said he's a no he's a heavy porn using masturbator with massive wrists so no, there's going to be some and he's a sailor there's going to be strength there yeah definitely it's just not going to be potentially the same level until he takes that spinach 
Yeah, so he's got to eat the spinach, whereas Dan doesn't have to eat anything yeah. at all. He can just that you get the impression like Dan could probably end it with one punch if he can get to Popeye before he before gets he gets the spinach. spinach. Now I think this is how the fight starts: is that Popeye goes to serve the cow pie with spinach, and Dan Dan's just like, throws no, it at him. Yeah, no thanks. Yeah, <laughs> at which point Popeye eats it and goes, "Fuck you." Yeah, um, I I mean yeah, that's the point. Why does because Dan. Like for all the fact that we're saying he's strong and stuff, and neither of them would have a problem throwing down. I think if, if engaged, Dan's kind of a, I mean he's kind of big-hearted and stuff as well, and he's kind oh, of oh yeah, a he's a complete bumbling. pussy. So I, I, you know, I don't think he'd go looking for trouble. Whereas Popeye is a fucking sailor, like he he's looks- a sailor, and he's he has and the, the way he's portrayed, especially um, up against other people, he's a typical small man. Yes, definitely. he has small man syndrome. So. You know he's, he's got. A he's, all, he's always there to prove. He's always there. He has to prove a point. He has to. No, he's. And fuck, I'm. I'm six or seven. I've had this all my life. Whereby you get some little fucker in a pub who's had a couple of drinks, and he thinks, right, I'll go score off the biggest fucker in here because if he twats me, somebody else is going to twat him because he should pick on somebody's own size. Mm. If I twat him and knock him out, I took out the giant. Yeah. So either way, he wins and I fucking lose. Yeah. And that's kind of where Popeye's coming from. He's that little bastard, like Scrappy Doo. He's he, he's there. He's he's got a point to prove, and actually. He's going to do it by having a scrap. Yeah, definitely. I, I definitely see Popeye being the instigator of this. And it, it, it's, you're right, it is almost a small man thing. It's almost like initially you kind of feel like Dan's going to be like, look, just don't. Just yeah, like, just, just hand on his head and let him windmill his arms a bit and just be like, <laughs> go away. Like, leave me alone. You're, you're clearly on something. You're off your yeah. tits. You're like, you're technically disabled, I suppose, because he's only got one eye um, and he's he's misshaped as well. So, yeah. like, dis- disabled's not an appropriate word anymore, is it? It's differently abled. Sorry, listeners. Um, if there is anybody out there battling with, with different abilities to the rest of us, then I do apologize. I didn't mean to offend you. Um, so he is differently abled. Um, so I, I feel like Dan would be like, no, I'm not doing this. You know, like, I, I, and, and he's going to need probably yeah, he's gonna a need, he's gonna need or something. To really, yeah, he's going to need something to go. Just before we move on from that, did you ever think that the phrase handy capable was the most patronizing fucking thing in the world? Yeah, completely. Like I, I never understood that. No. I know it's supposed to be like affir- affirming and positive and all that, but what a bunch of fucking wank that was. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I, look. Sorry, listeners, that was just, yeah, it's one of those that's stuck in my craw for years and I never get to vent this shit. Yeah, I mean, look, if you listen to us for any length of time, you know we'll, we'll go out of our way to not be cunts on this network. Um, but at the same time, yeah, it happens naturally. Yeah, at the same time, some of this bullshit. You just like, does anyone actually like think about shit like this before they say it? Like, differently abled, I get, I, I get that because yeah. of the negative connotation of being disabled. Disabled. So yeah. I get that, but yeah, handy capable is just it's a stupid word, isn't it? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, uh, we we sorry. Yeah, that's, that's my fault on that one. But yeah, and I we're just, probably going to say it's... something wrong and offend more people. So again, we're not <laughs> deliberately trying to be cunts. Um, our our experiences are obviously not that. So we don't know what the fuck we're talking about, and we'll shut up. And please do feel free to write and correct us if we've been cunts. Um, yes. Anyway, back to back to Popeye windmilling on on Dan. Um, so yeah, I I, I kind of think that's how it's got to start, right? Popeye's just got to push him to breaking point, and you've also got kind of got to think like even with spinach in him like with dan's gut as well like he you've almost got the homer simpson effect there like he he's gonna take a good few blows to that gut before he's even yeah. winded right because he's just solid well that's the thing because he, he was you know he was always massive but then he had the, the big massive jawline as well hmm. but he's you know, 
basically made of rock. You know, his pillow's filled with rubble and stuff like that. Yeah. He's, he's he's just genuinely solid. And I don't mean that in a, you know, that way you used to, when you were kids, oh, I'm fucking solid, I'm really hard, I'm really tough. He's just literally solid. Yeah. So you're going to have that. And yeah, if Popeye starts blasting him, it's not going to do a lot. No. No. It's like, it will probably do more damage than a regular person hitting Desperate Dan would. Oh, yeah, completely. But it's not going to be. Like it's not going to have the effect that Popeye wants. Then he's not going to like. No, it's it's not like Dan's all of a sudden going to have a glass jaw just because Popeye's eating his spinach. Like, yeah, it's just going to level the playing field a little bit. I think is what. Yeah, I'm exactly. It would be like two regular people who aren't on crack having a fight. Yeah. Now, when you flip that the other way, I don't know if the same is true. We know the spinach makes Popeye strong, but does it make him invincible? Like I if, don't know. Because I, I, I don't think it does, but I could be no, wrong. No, because he, he would still get into fights, and he, he would still get... No, you'd still have the bit where something would hit him, and he'd have the you know, the, 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 the vibrating of the lines around his head, and his head vibrating and stuff like that. He'd still get that, but yeah. he was able to shake it off quicker. And then he, But he would be able to pick up girders and use them as bats, or pick up cars and throw them at people. So it did the strength, but it, I don't think it necessarily made him invulnerable. No. And I'm not saying Dan's invulnerable either, but I'm saying there's definitely like a canon element in him where he's like he's able to take a lot of punishment compared to a normal yeah. person because he's yeah. not normal. Like he's a he's a freak of nature, right? He's, yeah. he's like this. He's like no, nine feet tall and no, shaves with yeah, the blowtorch. Like, like say, shaves with a blowtorch, sleeps on a bed of rocks. You know, eats like cow pies, probably bigger than us, bigger than me yeah. anyway. Um, you know, like with a whole horn sticking out of the top. Like he's he's a fucking yeah, he's like, a beast. Yeah, he's a beast. Um, he's... I remember one of the animals actually had a picture, and they there was because you know, it was because it was Christmas, or because it was the end of the you know they also they obviously did you know, special covers and stuff. And I can't remember what year it was, but on the cover was like the entire cast of the dandy around a cow pie that was not massively one. sized with him with a knife and fork carving it for people. Um, but yeah, they you know, they were generally even like the regular ones were about the size. Of and given mind he was eating three or four of these at a time. If you see you see the episode of Friends where um, Joey gets a turkey stuck in his head. Yes, they're that sort of size. Yes, for one. Yeah, and this fucker's eating like four or five a day. Yeah, so he's no. yeah, he's not he's not like the rest of us is what we're saying. No. Um. So I see. I I think that's key. I think it's not so much the damage each of them can deal out. It's, I just think Dan. It's what they can really absorb. And I think Dan can absorb more. Like I think yeah. he'll have a breaking point. Like Popeye keeps pummeling him. Like I said, I think he'll do more damage than a regular person. But yeah. Popeye needs to find the secret to that because, like I said, that is not a glass jaw. He might have a big no. jaw, but it's certainly not a glass jaw. Yeah, that... he's got a target on it, but he's better probably better off going for going for his abdomen, going for the gut, and trying to wind it. Well, I don't know because that's a hell of a gut as well. Like, I mean, I mean, I'm sure we've all seen it. Like sometimes you can look at somebody who's just really fucking big, right? Yeah. And you think they're fat, but they're not. What they are is just solid. Solid. They're round, and that is fucking muscle. And well, the that's... prime example to look at now is somebody like Brock Lesnar, who was always fucking really, really muscular and really solidly built. Yeah. And obviously, as he got older, he started to, sp- started to spread out. Mm. But he's still very well defined. Yeah. And still very strong. And you know, you know, you see, you see you know, he still wrestles, or so he's not. He doesn't do um, MMA anymore. But like you see him now, and even when you know, he's taking these massive blows, to the guy, you could see on his sides and his back there's there's a ripple because obviously you know, there's the excess skin and he's he's, got, he's carrying a bit of weight. But you look at him from the front, and he's still like he's made of fucking granite. 
Yeah, yeah, and and that's it. You know, you get these people who are just barrel chested, and um, Nathan Fillion, another example. Um, yeah. Again, not not a supremely muscly dude, right? But he's not fat either. He's just yeah. big. He's just and solid. Fucking solid, right? He, he, you look. He looks like you would just bounce off him if you ran into him. Yeah. Brendan Fraser, now another example. Yes. Right. As he's got older, again, he's not fat. He's just. Yeah, he's just. He's just large. Broader. He's just yeah. filled out a bit. He's just large, right? So, so that's what Dan's got going for him, right? He's got yeah. that just solid wall of muscle thing. So, I, I don't think the stomach would do it either. I think the key, and we've already said it, like he has actually got quite like he's lanky in the legs. He's yeah. got relatively spindly legs. Yeah. So, it, for his frame, anyway, you know. Yeah. So, I think oh, he clearly skips leg day. Yeah. So, like, if Popeye kind of just poleaxes him across the back of the knees or something. I think that's his, but he like chop a tree down. Basically, I think that's yeah. what he's got to do. He's got to chop the tree. Um, I think that's that. That's the obvious answer. But I don't. Again, it's that's it's given that his size, and when he comes up against people who are that much bigger than him, he's got too much of the scrappy do about him. He wants he wants to look him in the eye when he's doing it. He wants to be face to face. He wants to be in front of him. He's not going to want to try and get get him down to his level. He's got he's going to want to be show, you know, He's proving a point, isn't he? So he he's is. not going to want to drop him down to his level. I think that's probably going to be to his to his detriment because he's he's not going to use what would be quite a, a sizable advantage if you, you know you, t- you take Dan's height away, his mobility away by by cutting him off at the knees and dropping him down a level. You've got you know, his movement is going to be far more restricted than yours. You can then you can then pummel the jaw, but I don't think he's going to want to do that. I think he's going to want to, want to sort of take him on as he is. Yeah, I think I think you're right. I think he would want to look him in the eye. He's going to need a step ladder to do that, though. Um, yeah, and well, even even if he's not looking up to looking down, you know, it's still I'm fighting you on your merits. I'm fighting, no, I I'm, I'm going to take you on as you are. I'm I'm not gonna I'm not gonna try and knock you down by taking your legs out. I, I want to punch you in the face until you fall over. Yeah, I and I I don't see that working for him. Even spinning. No, I don't up, either. I don't see I, any of Dan's upper body and even his head. I just don't see because you get the impression, like you know, even if Popeye hit him in the head, it's almost like that head is made of steel. Do you know what I mean? It's, yeah. like, it's like punching Superman, basically. Like that's well, one is, of the nearest the comparisons I can find for Desperate Dan, if I'm being perfectly honest. Is yeah. Superman but a cowboy, right? Yeah, and I think the the problem as well is that we you know where we see Popeye gets into these fight, no, gets into fights and situations. It's he's he improvises. He no, he will pick up a good or he will pick up something to hit you with. But he's never thinking about what he's doing. It's just right. What's here that I can hit you with? Yeah. So it's, he's not thinking right. I need to take him off the legs. I need to incapacitate his arms, or I need to do something to get him down to my. He's not. He's. He doesn't. He doesn't appear to think that way. It's just I'm going to hit and hit and hit because I'm stronger. Because I've had my spinach. I'm stronger, so I can get on with stuff. And I'll just no. I'll pick up a, bo- a good. I'll swing it like a baseball bat and knock you out. No, knock you out to sea. And that's his game plan. And again, I don't think that's going to work here. It's absolutely not because if you like using the girder as an example, if you hit Dan across the head with a girder, the girder is going to bend. Yeah, that's that's the whole thing. And again, being proper cartoon style, it will not. He will then pull it away, and there will be a Dan shaped impression, impression including his hat. Yeah, I was going to say with his hat and everything. Yeah, it will be. Um, and I mean, we got to remember that's the thing. We, we we've got the laws of cartoon physics here as well. These are both yeah. cartoons essentially. They're both comic strip characters, so that totally would happen. Um, yeah. And, you know, it's important to bear in mind as well that even if he's doing that, even if Popeye's throwing everything he's got, like even if he's digging down deep and just keep coming at Dan just over and over and over, sooner or later, that spinach wears off. Like the, he has a finite amount yeah. of time to do this. 
Whereas Desperate Dan is always Desperate Dan. Like, he doesn't stop. He's just yeah. like, he's him. Like, he doesn't have to give up, does he? So, yeah, exactly. You know, sooner or later, Popeye is, the effect's going to wear off and he's going to have a spinach come down. Now, whether yeah. whether he can instantly eat another can of spinach and whether he's got another can of spinach is another question. But then, the I honestly don't it's... think you could wear Dan down in that manner. No, and the other thing you have to think of is that if he can take another one straight away, what's what impacts are going to have on him? Because obviously you have the bit where, for, in a cartoon perspective, yes, you know, he sort of floats up in the air and his arms bulge and his legs bulge and then he can punch and kick and whatever else. But thinking of like the last series of the boys where they had the sort of the the temporary compound that Huey was taking. Spoilers, just in Sorry. case. It's still, I, it's it's over a year old. Yeah, but still. Um, Sorry, apologies. I'll yeah. put a spoiler one around. Yeah. Fucking show notes will be busy this I, week. I, I, don't, I don't think we need a spoiler warning in the show notes, but just, you didn't go too far there. You know, but just, yeah. just spoilers, we're about it's... to discuss some stuff from the current season. Yeah, from season three. Yeah. Um, but just in, in so far as there is a compound, but it, you, it, it's like any drug. You take it, there's an effect, and then it, wear, it wears off. Hmm. But if you, take an, if you then go back and take another dose straight away, it's probably going to fucking kill you. It's the same as you know, if, you, if you're mainlining heroin. You don't just go... No, as far as I'm aware, my experience is fairly limited. Um, you don't just go right. Well, that's worn off. I'm gonna stick another one straight in my arm. You might want to, but actually, if you do that, it's probably gonna blow your heart up. Is is multiple? No, is is constantly eating eating spinach that has this effect on it gonna do the same thing? I mean, it's gonna turn his pea green. Well, yeah, there's that. It'll give yeah. him green shits. Yeah. Um, other than that, I think probably what... affect the taste of his cum as well. So olive oil will have a bit of a, a shock. I imagine it would. Um... Right. Okay. Well, that's asparagus, isn't that? That is asparagus, but I was going somewhere with the spinach thing, but my brain's already elsewhere now because we've got to have this conversation, and you know we've got to have this conversation. I wasn't I going there. I was going to avoid it, but you've brought it up, so we've got to have this conversation now. Go on, then. So what happens if he's on the, he's on the sauce, right? He's, he's, he's had a couple of spinaches of an evening, and he goes on feeling a bit frisky, what happens like is it like does he blow a hole in the back of the head what how does it work like because well, it, it like surely if he's a sailor presumably it's gonna he's, he's gonna be going for the other end so he's gonna blow a hole in the front well yeah definitely um but surely like if if all of his muscles and everything are all like super pumped up because of the spinach like that's got to be doing yeah. something to his right he's got to be doing something to his bloodstream essentially right and well of course his... yeah, I was, I was going to say because it, it it needs to get around his body so that's going to it's it's going to torten all of his uh, all of his all of his arteries isn't that so 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 the flow flow of blood is going to be concentrated yeah and it's going to be like the the push for want of a better word yeah. um like what I'm saying is, there's going to be velocity behind his. Look, what That's I'm saying. Pressure washer. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I'm dancing around this issue. I don't know why I feel like all of a sudden I've got no, a I was going to say we've been this doing this for fucking ten years. Like what I'm saying is, is his spunk going to blow a hole in her? Is what I'm getting at here. Um, probably. It probably is because she's only small as well, right? Well, that's true. Probably split her half. Yeah, it probably would. Um, solve a lot of problems for him. Wouldn't have to fight with Bluto or anything anymore, would he? Like that's that's True. that done. But I mean, I don't get much prison, much much spinach in prison. That I, surely though, if that was the case, like it'd have happened by now, right? Surely. Well, yeah, because like presumably it's just like Viagra for him, isn't it? Only free. I mean, he's popping spinach all the time. Like he's he's constantly yeah. on the spinach, right? He's got a spinach problem. So yeah. 
if it affected that. Unless it goes the other way, maybe he gets like Brewers Group on it. Maybe like maybe that's got to be it, hasn't it? Right? It's got to well, be we'll like when he's still alive. When he has the spinach, he just can't perform. That's that's maybe. that's the answer. But then it, it sweet increases peas. the desire, reduces the performance. Sweet peas his though, I think. Yeah, yeah. So he's d- so no he's... sweet peas is Ward. Ah, I'm sure, I read that earlier. I I thought that was like his kid. I'm sure oh, him and Olive had a kid. Like I say, I'm no Popeye expert. I don't, I don't I hate Popeye, now. but I'm pretty sure Popeye and Oliver have got a kid. I'm pretty yeah. sure it was Sweet Pea. I could be wrong though. Sweet Pea is Popeye's ward in the comic strips. The custody is inconsistent in the cartoons. Right. Okay. So although there's... the next line is, there's absolutely no sense of continuity in any of the stories. Right. <laughs> so, so we don't know else. then. So we're all correct. Maybe there's some ambiguity. Yeah. Um. Okay. So that blows my theory out of the water. I was going to say like we know he's got it up at least once, but maybe he hasn't then. But maybe that was not before his uh, spinach problem. Maybe it was before the spinach problem. So, you know, these are the important questions. It's not about whether Absolutely. he can take out Desperate Dan, the important question. Well, I, th- I, think, I think we've already established he can't take out Desperate Dan. The important question is, is he going to blow Oliver's head off when she blows it? But did, right, that is the important <laughs> question. That is all we need. Because also, like, if that was a thing, then he, he... Like, never mind the fact he's super strong. As long as he's got a can of spinach in his pocket, he's basically walking around with a loaded shotgun at any point, right? Yeah, because like if Pluto's giving him giving him some shit, like he just quickly has one off the wrist, and he can. Just... And those are some fucking powerful wrists as well. They are some powerful wrists, right? And and I mean he's jacked up as well, so it's probably not going to take him long to finish. So he, you know he's going to be going super quick, like as long as he can avoid the friction burns. Burn. Yeah, <laughs> you know where I was going with that. <laughs> then, like potentially, you know, just, boom, just take out fucking Pluto's guts, just like blow a great big hole in him. Hmm. Oh, is that weird? I don't know, just dirty Harry that shit, right? That's like properly dirty. But I was gonna yeah, but if if you're Pluto, you're gonna stand there and let him do it. Wait I mean nobody expects uh, it though, do they? That's the thing. Yeah, but I'm I'm fairly sure if some bloke sailor or otherwise walked up to me and started jacking it, I'm leaving. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I suppose you would <laughs> run in the opposite direction, but okay. No, I'm a, not George Michael. A he's a sailor, like and an old school sailor, so yeah, like true. you kind of expect it from him, I think. And B, yeah, I'm still, I'm still running. Yeah, but like Popeye could run after him. Like he could, he could. He, but while he's running, he's he'd not. Have, well, he'd have to maintain the stroke while he's running and be sort of a hop, skip, and a jump. That's it? that's some fucking technique right there. Well, I mean, look at those fucking forearms, dude. Like, look, and again, maybe that's why. That. Maybe that's why he's he's like the hourglass arms. The elbows are small, so he, he hasn't got the flexibility in it. So it's constantly <laughs> whenever he's is. moving. How the fuck? And that, that's what the eye is. That's what the eye is. It's just cramped from the amount of time he's <laughs> tensing while he's running and trying to tug. <laughs> and it's just. It's locked his eye in place. <laughs> oh, we don't do oh, video anymore, God. listeners, but you, that probably needed video. But I think you can see where I was going with it. Like, paint yourself a mental picture. I don't think there is video of that. <laughs> paint, no, but paint yourself a mental picture. Just see him all hunched over, Quasimodo style, as he's. Hop, skipping, jumping, <laughs> squinting his eye, like that would know. explain the wrists. Would explain the wrists, right? So, unfortunately, I don't think it's canon, so I don't think we can take that. So it's not going to help him take out Dan. And even if he could, no. even if he could shoot ballistic cum, I still don't know if it would do Dan in. Like it would do blue. No, I in, don't either. But would it take Dan out? Would it... I? Well, I mean, what, what we're talking about really is what's what's the kind of pressure load. Of an erupting Popeye. That's what we're after. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What kind, of, what kind of bar 
is 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 the is he shooting out here like that's a very low one like this show <laughs> yeah <laughs> well pounds per square inch whatever your preferred measurement listeners this is what we're after what's the pneumatic pressure of an exploding Popeye like inquiring minds yeah inquiring minds need to know yeah absolutely um anyway no <laughs> he can't take out desperate dan i don't think um uh, no i don't think so either I, because literally the only way i think he's, he's got to take the knees out right if he can get yeah. over himself for long enough to accept he needs to take the knees out he's felled the tree but then he's still gonna have still to finish got... him yeah and i don't know why I, we yeah, he's still got... because even even when dan even if dan is down he's still solid he's no he's still the same molecular density and he's in the same strength and everything else so even if he's even if he's incapacitated and can't get up, you've still got to land the blows that are going to damage his head enough to kill him or take his head off or whatever you're going to do to kill him. And I don't think that Popeye is going to be strong enough to do that, even with the spinach. No, I don't think he is either. Plus, like, as Dan's falling, like, Popeye's going to have to get out of the way pretty fucking quick because if Dan falls on him, he's going to squish well, him, yeah. right? Although I mean, no. To be fair, you, you know, when Popeye gets stuff dropped on me, you always manage to get out from underneath. True, cartoon physics as well. So I guess he's okay, yeah. and he, could, he can still be—he can still be squashed. And he could no, he probably could hold Dan up. Like if Dan was falling, like I think you've got to give him oh, the yeah, strength could, that he could like hold the mass of a of a collapsing Dan. Like you could, yeah, but then what do you do at that point? How you can, if you're holding Dan up, you then can't do anything else to him. I mean, I guess. If you could Unless you've got him... one hand in his chest and one hand in his cross. Yeah, you know, like if you could get him in a gorilla press kind of position. Yeah. Like, well, I hadn't thought about crushing his dick. That's a good shout. You cr- if that, you can. That's going to hurt anybody, right? I mean, maybe he's got a steel dick as well. We don't know. Maybe. But I'm thinking more if you've got him. like you, Yeah, you could press him, couldn't you? you? You could press him. You could throw him off a cliff. You could run him into a train. You could You could start doing some things that might do some conceivable damage to him. Um, but like, in cartoon physics, the train is going to, if you run him to the front of a train, the train's going to stop and well, this derail. Is the thing. But I mean, if you could line his neck up on the track, but then again, like that's not just gorilla press, then that takes a level of finesse and he's going to have to stay still. Yeah. You've, and you, you've got to get him into position and then hold him there. You've got one shot at it, haven't you, once you've got him gorilla pressed. And even if Popeye was to do the classic cartoon thing and actually a classic Popeye move as well and just roll him up into a ball and kind of pitch him. Like, what yeah. are you pitching him at? Because if you pitch him at a wall, he's just going to barrel through it. Yeah, he's going to go through it and then you know, burst back into shape. Like one of those fucking nerf things that you throw at the frisbee and it pops in the shape of a ball. Which yeah. are awesome, by the way. So, Other brands are available, but just had for a birthday. It's brilliant fun. So I think even doing that, like even getting him in a gorilla press position, I, I don't think he can do anything with him. I don't... If they were to wrestle and Popeye were to take control that way, I'd, I'd, you wouldn't make him tap out. I don't think he's just he's no, indestructible. But again, isn't if you he? if you use, if you use the the rest of the wrestling analysis of it, you look at you you put a you no know, you put the you know, your legs of Rey Mysterio against your legs of your Big Show or your Brock Lesnar people that they have to take out the legs. Yeah, and even then, it's you know, there's still that element of raw power that stops them doing it. How? Generally, it's the, the the flipping around and the so the, the the dumb luck and the choreography and the scripting that that gets them the win. How the fuck did we not go to Big Show or Andre the Giant when we were looking to describe Dan's body? How 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 did those two pass us by? I have no fucking idea. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Here we are going Brendan fucking Fraser. Like how did those two pass us by? What the I don't fuck? Know. Um, but yeah, again, two perfect examples of what we're talking about. Not fat, just fucking big 
Yeah. Um, Especially if you look at Paul White as he is now. Oh, yeah. Um, as opposed to when he was like fucking 600 pounds or whatever it was. Yeah, yeah. Just fucking big and solid. Um, so, yeah, I, I don't think Popeye's got anything. Even spinached up. I just don't think. No. I think Dan is too indestructible. Like, I think. Yeah. You, it's. I think he's on Superman's level. I think that's the only kind of toe-to-toe you could potentially have. And even then, well, I guess he could use Kryptonite if he's fighting Superman. So Superman has a weakness. Because yeah, Dan, well, doesn't Dan doesn't really have, have a weakness, does he? No, apart from the fact he's a greedy can't eat so much pie. Like, I'm sure there is something canonically. Like, if we were to go and dive into those books now, I'm sure there are yeah. points where he's been, like, tied up with girders and stuff. But Oh, yeah, probably. He's always going to manage to untie him and shit, because that's the point. He's super strong. Yeah, that's the whole thing, yeah. I don't, I don't think he can be felled. No, I don't. And I mean, if you look at the, the flip side of it, as to how he, take, how he takes out Popeye, there's plenty of fucking options, especially once that spinach wears off. Oh, so yeah. Like drown him face down in the cow pie. I mean, he could literally, Popeye's that small, Dan could just literally make a fist and just bonk him on the head. Like, and just plant him in the ground. Do you know what I mean? He, yeah. he was, like, if he bonked him, he would just plant him in the ground and that'd be it. He'd be fucked. Somebody'd have to come along and feed him spinach in order for him to get out. Yeah. I mean, he could, he could literally pick him up and punt him into the sun. He could break him in half. He could yeah. do all sorts of things. I mean, if he what pun- you do is you, you snap him off at the elbows because the elbows are so small. You pull, pull his forearms off. He then can't hold the cans of spinach to pop up to eat them. Brutal. You're right. All you need to do is break his fucking arms, don't you? Yeah. Break his arms, knock all his teeth out. He's fucked, isn't he? Oh, to be fair, those arms are gonna, they're going to take some breaking those wrists. Yeah. Actually, knocking his teeth out wouldn't do anything because the spinach no, is kind of like gum it. Yeah, it's kind of like a creamed spinach in it. So that would. Yeah. He'd st- He'd be drinking spinach smoothies basically, but I think it would still work. Yeah. Hmm. But I don't think I. I think this we're just talking semantics at this point. I think oh yeah, I mean, there's so many ways. I mean, if, even if you think of the things we've we've had in in this fight, we've talked about cow pies and stuff like that. They've got horns in them. Just fucking impale him on one of those. I mean, if it really oh, they can't do it because it's cheating. I was going to say if it really gets nasty, he just calls in Aunt Aggie, and then everybody's fucked. But it, that's that's calling someone else in, and that's not allowed. Yeah. But like, yeah, yeah I, I think we all know, listeners, you do not fuck with a granny. Like, no, you just not. do not. <laughs> like, that's game over. <laughs> Right, not gonna happen. Absolutely. Um. Yeah, I don't think, and I don't think that's that's like both of us, like stuck our flags firmly in the ground at the start of this podcast. Mm. But I don't think we're being unduly fair here. If we are listeners, let us know. But I, I genuinely think Dan might be one of the more indestructible combatants that we've had. I think yeah. it's not just that Popeye's not going to take him out. I think that the point is that he's just. He's a sponge. Yeah, that's the whole point of Desperate Dan, isn't it? Yeah, he's just going to take he's, the no, he's the, he's, he's the strongest man on the planet. Yeah. And you can't fucking touch him. Um, yeah, I don't see a way that Popeye comes through this. I think that Desperate Dan's going to absolutely sail it. Who could be Desperate Dan? That's the question. Inquiring minds need to know, listeners. This is a thinker that's, right in. Who yeah, can take I mean, that's, out that's Desperate Dan? And especially Hot on Fabian 6090. Now, this was one of yours. If, if you have no... Mm. I, I don't. I don't think anyone saw it going quite this way. But yeah, if there's somebody else you can think of that might be, uh, might we, be a match. maybe maybe we'll yeah maybe we'll take this a step further and see how many people Dan can take down um, in future episodes. I say my my closest thing that I can bring to the table at the moment is Superman. Um, yeah, but like I say, Superman's got the weakness. Superman's got Kryptonite. Dan, it, you effectively want some form of god. I mean, Superman could if he could subdue him though. He could pick him up and literally fly him <laughs> into the sun. Yeah, we just so, fly him into space and fucking suffocate. So yeah, so Superman could beat him, I think. Batman because Batman. 
like you'll find yeah. a way. <laughs> We'd have to talk that yeah, out, fucking, but I'm pretty sure that, you, that's an easy way. You, you poison the cow pie. Yeah, you don't even have to get into the there fight. Yeah, of course you do because Batman. Yeah, um, Flash. Yeah. But, right. Okay. So the Justice League could take him out. Is where where I'm getting at here. Apart so from he's not in that now. level. Um. But yeah, I mean that's something that we may need to, to look at. Excluding future, actual superheroes, I think is where we have to go with this. Like actual, yeah, pretty much, yeah. Like, because all right, like once you start going through superheroes, yeah, the Flash could take him out. Wonder Woman could probably take him out. Aquaman wouldn't have a chance. Cyborg probably wouldn't have a chance. Throw that um, against something like Lurch. There you go. Because what that's the fuck is Lurch? Yeah, what the fuck is Lurch? I, I mean, undead certainly, surely. Yeah. Or well, he's some sort of ghoul, actually, isn't he? Don't know, but yeah, yeah. like a lurch, like a yeah. I mean, Frankenstein's monster, even like. Well, I don't know because you've got seams and shit there to attack. Yeah, true. You? you could pull him apart really easily, couldn't he? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Because that was my, that was where my brain went first, and I thought, no, that that wouldn't work for that reason. You just pop the bolts in the neck, pull the arms, and all the stitching's going to come undone. I mean, Hulk is where you've got to go with it, right? Yeah, I mean, true. superhero again, I guess, but like that's. That's the kind of level I that's think we're going to be at. looking at for a for a fair fight with Dan for any. Either that or eighties Hogan, when he definitely didn't take roids. Oh yeah, I mean, or oh, the Rock, <laughs> <laughs> but the Rock now um, Hogan in the eighties. Yeah, again, no roids involved whatsoever. Oh no, no, the Rock definitely didn't take any substances in the two thousands. No, absolutely, absolutely not. not. No. He, he naturally no. like, doubled his body mass. Yeah, of course, he did. And lost all his hair. Yeah, of course. Of course, Mark. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, so I think I think certainly in, in the case of this one... He-Man. Yes. Sorry, cut you off there then. He yeah, Man. no, I, I, no, that was that was one I'd sort of been dancing around my head and I was thinking, is does He-Man have, apart from the fact that you know, he you know, has that stupid fucking haircut, I'm sorry, I was trying to think if, he, if there's a, a particular weakness. Not really, other than obviously he needs... To hold the sword aloft, and, yeah. and you know, invoke the power of Grayskull. But once that's done, once it's done, that's yeah. done. It's not like Popeye wears spinach and it's going to wear off. Like it's that's, wear off, that's yeah. done when he's, he's done. Yeah, yeah. So he's He-Man until he doesn't need to be He-Man anymore. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah possibly. Maybe He-Man. Maybe. What do you think, listeners? Like, weigh in here. Like, yeah, absolutely. Please let us know because this is this could go on for a while. We could, we could get some mileage out of this. We were running short on episodes, but fuck. Yeah, and look, know. every episode isn't going to be about desperate Dan, but I think there's definitely mileage in this oh, in mileage. the future for sure. There's mileage in it, definitely. Yeah, I mean, it, it may be a sort of massive. Uh... No, I could say it because it's it's a massive handicap match where you have like, everybody on the fucking planet against desperate Dan. There may be a chance there. Hmm. Maybe, maybe not. Um, but who knows? Yeah. We'll give it a go. Let let us know, listeners. Who who do you think can take out Desperate? Dan? What is our current winning streak on this podcast? It's the Grinch, I know. It's but the Grinch, isn't it? He's like seven. I was going to say, is he seven? He's either seven or eight or not? Six or seven. I was going to say six or seven, but yeah, he's up there. We'll we'll come back to that one in December. We'll let you know. Yeah, could Dan potentially? topple him maybe we make this an annual thing as well maybe even biannual i don't know anyway we're talking out loud let us know listeners as always any other ones as well but absolutely yeah um and as uh caught up 15 60 did here um recommend away um with some absolute crackers on the on the list yet he sent through we had some others on the list which we don't really know enough about so we need to do some work on those before we can potentially look at those as well but that's in the offing because we don't do anything else apart from watch tv and read comics and shit so no why not let's put it to good use um 
yeah, but as always, um, get in touch um, on Facebook with uh, Double Down Podcast Network, wherever you get your podcasts from. Subscribe, leave a message, or back to the best you can. But until next time, eat your spinach, kids. See you later. <laughs>